0: Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from mysteries, thrillers, biographies, and of course, true crime.
1: And as an Audible member, you can choose one title a month from their catalog to keep forever, including the latest bestsellers and new releases.
0: Welcome back to Check the Locks Presents True Crime for the Short on Time. As always, I'm John Connor.
1: I'm Olivia Cornu.
0: Saying thank you for joining us as we dive into yet another bite-sized, truly terrifying true crime case. Before we get into it, as always, Olivia, it's wonderful to see you. How are you doing?
1: Well, I'm two days into 33 and I'm feeling great. How are you, John?
0: Well, uh, I am three months away from 38. So I'm doing okay. (laughs) Doing okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. But I'm very happy that you had a wonderful birthday and glad that you're feeling good just a few days in. And, you know, it's always nice to wake up and be comfortable in your age. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Why not? 30s are the new 20s and are the new 30s hip. 30s are fun. It's fine.
0: 38. I feel like I need a new hip. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) well, again, I'm glad you had a great birthday, but This is a short on time episode, so we don't have a lot of time. This week, it is your turn. Olivia, what do you got for us? What are we going to be covering this week?
1: Well, this week's case comes out of West Virginia. So on November 25th, just the other day, when most people were out Black Friday shopping, Alderson police were called to Maple Avenue in West Alderson, West Virginia, for reports of an unconscious female. Once they arrived, police found a deceased female who had been severely beaten in the face. The victim was Marissa Mann Bennett. Tyler Truman was a friend of Marissa's who found and called the police. She informed police that Marissa's car was also missing. So CSI secured the scene and the police put out a bolo for her Infinity QX80. Do you know what a bolo
0: is? It's a kind of tie, right? Like the cowboy ties, like the two. It means be on the lookout. I know what it means. (laughs) I'm just being silly.
1: Just checking. Just making sure my True Crime podcast hosts know what a bolo is.
0: But do you know what a bolo tie is, though?
1: I mean, I guess it's this, like, Western tie now that you're talking about it. I
0: don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's, like, the two strings that stick out and yeah, then it, like, yeah. pulls up. Yeah, that's a bolo tie. So be on the lookout for bolo ties.
1: Oh, right. Okay. My neighbor growing up, he wore them, I think. He'd wear a bolo tie.
0: So what you're saying is he was very classy. Yes. Very okay. classy man.
1: So anyways, back to the case. The police put out a bolo for her Infiniti QX80, which I think is one of those big SUVs. But investigators found blood throughout multiple levels of the house. Several objects appeared to have blood on them. It was evident that the attack took place all throughout the home. There was bloody clothing found that the victim was clearly wearing at the time of the attack, proving that her clothes had been changed. The bathroom in the basement of the house had been wiped clean when the Blue Star Reagent lit up. Marissa was a 38-year-old mother of five young children, and luckily the children were not home at the time of the attack. The couple had just married on October 24th of this year. Marissa's large SUV was seen driving on U.S. Highway 219 in Lewisburg, West Virginia. Occupying the vehicle was 35-year-old Zachary Hess Dawson, Marissa's new husband. Police searched Dawson and found blood on his clothes, necklace, hands, and inside Marissa's car. Zachary Dawson was taken into custody and questioned about the death of Marissa. He admitted to beating and killing Marissa after the two were in an argument. Dawson reportedly blacked out after beating Marissa, and when he came to, said he knew that he had messed up. He confessed to redressing Marissa so that she would be found in clean clothes. Zachary Hess Dawson is currently being held in the Southern Regional Jail without bond, and this investigation is still ongoing.
0: That's crazy. I've never understood, and maybe I've never been this angry, but I've never understood the blackout defense. Like, I just blacked out. And when I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you've ever been like that, where you've been so mad about something where you just like completely disassociate, but I've never experienced that.
1: Yeah, me neither. And when I was reading this, there was some stuff and I'm interested to see how it pans out because there was some stuff talking about the amount of blood that was found at the crime scene and that there were different objects in the house that were obvious that you could tell that her head had been smashed into. Like he just beat her all throughout the house. So this just wasn't just a regular heated argument. I mean, this was excessive from what it sounds like.
0: Well, and it was also making me think of Monday's episode when we were talking about the murder of Cassie Jo Stoddard where she was stabbed almost 30 times. It's like overkill. Mm -hmm. And it's obviously when something like that happens, it feels like there's that personal component to it. That's a lot of rage to have, to have that much blood and to do that much damage to one human being. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because I don't know if we know exactly if she was murdered on Thanksgiving night or if it was all happened on Friday morning when the family was found. They talked about getting into an argument at nighttime, but I don't get why all five children were not at home the evening of Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. Thankfully they weren't in the home and I don't know, you know, with it being the holidays, like if they were with a family member, or we're not sure, you know, which kids belong to who if she had five kids or, you know, I know they were recently married, but it doesn't sound like we have a full picture of exactly how long they've been together, things like that. So yeah. What's interesting to me is that as soon as he was caught, he confessed, mm-hmm. you know, cause we don't see that a lot in doing the show. It's usually, I'm trying to get away with it. I'm trying to get, I'm smarter than everybody. And this guy was like, yeah, I messed up. Sorry, which is very unusual for the kind of cases that we look at.
1: Yeah, this one was very straightforward. And it was just, as I was looking up other things and the other day when I was researching, there are so many murders things that we don't hear about, and how many husbands and wives kill each other, how many attacks on police there are, just so many murders out there that I was even talking to my mom when I was home for Thanksgiving, like, wow, like, we don't hear about probably 80% of these murders that are happening across the world and the country, and it's kind of baffling.
0: Yeah, the amount of domestic violence is out there is really just... So heartbreaking. And the crazy thing is that it usually doesn't start with murder, right? It's like escalating. So I do always like to remind people if you're listening to this podcast and, you know, heaven forbid you are in that situation, there is help available. You can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 800 799 7233 if you do need assistance getting out of that situation because, you know, we want everybody to be safe and want to make sure everybody's taken care of. But if anybody is in the situation, it's just heartbreaking. So
1: Yeah. So John, I know this was a quick one, but this is our short on time episode. So where do you fall on the deadbolt test? Let's just jump right in.
0: I'm going to go ahead and give this one a seven. And I think it's because it touched on a theme that we've talked about on the show pretty consistently, but it's the idea that I have married somebody. I've made a commitment. I'm sharing a life and spending so much time with somebody who could potentially murder me and not only murder me, but murder me in such a brutal way. That idea of you don't know who's under the surface you know, or you don't expect that this person that you love, that you made these vows to is going to black out in anger and take your life. So I'm going to put this at a seven. What about you? Where's it falling on your deadbolt test?
1: Yeah, I think it's scary. You know, being in any relationship, you know, I'm sure we've all had our heated arguments and I just can't imagine that an argument on a holiday evening could be so bad that it ends up in brutally beating and murdering your spouse So I'm going to put it about a six. You know, I don't have a spouse to be worried about right now, but the fact that an argument with someone can escalate so quickly and be so deadly is terrifying to
0: me. That is where we fall on the deadbolt test for this week's short on time episode. But as always, we want to know where did it land on your deadbolt test. You can let us know. Find us on Instagram at checkthelockspod. Reach out to us on Twitter at checkthelocks. If you are not in our Facebook group, do yourself a favor, come hang out. We're in there kicking it every single day, and would love to hear what you think. We also have a Patreon, so if you are interested in financially supporting Check the Locks, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash check the locks. We have a lot of great stuff in there, like exclusive stickers, mugs, t-shirts, stuff that you can't get anywhere else. So if you do have the ability to financially support the show, if that's something that you're interested in, definitely check it out. We greatly appreciate it. If you cannot financially support the show, that is not a problem at all. Listening Every week means just as much, if not more. So thank you if you listen, you're hanging out with us. We greatly appreciate it. Share the show with your friends, your family, because all we want to do is kind of grow this community and make sure we're getting out to as many people as possible. So that is all that we have got for you for this week's episode of True Crime for the Short on Time. Make sure you are subscribed to the show on your favorite podcast app so you do not miss Monday's Check the Locks full episode. We will see you next time for another bite-sized, truly terrifying true crime case. But until then, don't forget to
1: check the locks.
0: We'll see you again next week.